Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Thursday edition, the Masters are here and LeVar Arrington is tired of it. Albert Breer is going to press some buttons talking about Tiger at Augusta National this weekend. The Panthers have a very wealthy owner, but they still don't have a quarterback. We're also going to talk about why anybody would put an egg on a hamburger. The latest in the BQ news and the usual shenanigans. It's yours. Two pros and a cup of Joe on a Thursday. Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are. Making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up through 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific. It is opening day in Major League Baseball, but it's also rawr. Oh, no. Brady. Rawr. Yeah. Oh, Rawr. Come on, Lamar. Rawr. Rawr. Is that is that how it goes, really? <laughs> Rawr. That is, come on. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Lamar. Alberto's in on this, huh? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yo. Is that how that that goes though? Rawr. 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 That's Tiger. Come on, man. Oh, Rawr. Roaring back. Come on, Sticks. You're not fired up for round one of the of the Masters coming up this morning? How did it go? Oh, I was about to say, how did it go? Yeah. <laughs> You didn't, you didn't know. They had their par three contest, which I think got rained out, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Uh, but they've yeah, got a... Yeah, three-way tie. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a big time, man. Oh, right. Round one of the Masters. You, you know, it's interesting because when Q Rawr. has a topic of conversation mm. that he just isn't interested in, not remotely appeased by it, <laughs> you will hear... 
the intensity of feelings and thoughts that come from one Brady Quinn. I do not like <laughs> WrestleMania. I will not watch WrestleMania. I profess today that I do indeed hate WrestleMania. Therefore, I shall not, I will not, I cannot lower myself to entertaining the conversation that ensues when speaking of scripted wrestling events. Rawr. So there you go. I, I just. Out. So, <laughs> so, you just, so, so, so I just gave you my Brady Quinn rendition of of the Masters. So you feel about the Masters the way Brady feels correct. about WrestleMania? That's correct. All right, well, listen, uh, that is correct. I mean, that's fair. You know, I think that, that is, is uh, that I is did a, pull out. A four. Yes, been out. We talk about yes, by did. the way. Been out. Can we go through the list of D-bags we're going to see while at the Masters? <laughs> oh, God. Can we, can we do this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Can Listen, we go through it's the great. guy that you're going to see that's dressed up in uh, golf shoes in complete golf attire? Yeah. Like if, Ti- if Tiger falters, he, oh, Tiger, I-, I can take your place. Just, just tag me in. Tag me and I'm, I'm going to come and I'll take your place. Mm. There's going to be that guy. Losers. Okay, mm. That dresses like an absolute clown. Then there's going to be the guys who are following around Tiger or some, you know, maybe, maybe uh, Brooksy, you know, Brooks Kepka or yeah. one of those others. You hear those guys yelled out all the time. The guy who yells, get in the hole. Get after in the hole. Shot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can see that crowd of people. And then there's going to be the people who are the golf snobs. And they will be reporting others for cell phone usage on the course at any point in time, however it's used. It's, it's obviously frowned upon. They will take away your cell phone from you. Um, there's an event, the Memorial Tournament, in my hometown in Dublin. Yeah. When you go into the event, they will ask for your cell phone. They will ask to store your cell phone. Good. Which everyone usually just replies, "Oh, I didn't bring it." Which, like in, in 2022, like think yeah. about, oh, you want to pat me down? There you go. Making that statement straight faced. Why someone. you're down there? Right. While, while you're down there, you know, yeah. Dial up some numbers. You know. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's pretty much. I mean, you get a vast array of people. There's gonna be people who go for the first time are pretty excited. I think the one cool thing is, and, and maybe Lee talked about this in the past, but the price for like hot dogs and hamburgers. It's really economical. Yeah. It's not that expensive, which is nice, especially in a day and age like now where you know prices for everything are pretty high. Yeah, it's uh, they do it. They roll back the prices, uh, so they like we were talking yesterday. I think it was the uh, champions dinner where they were talking about like wagyu beef or whatever it's called. But the actual menu that they serve to fans is like a throwback. I think the egg salad sandwich is like their go-to. That's like what they're known for. And so it like they they turn back the prices and they turn back the clock on all the prices on their food and all that, uh, so people can participate. Let's go live to. Uh, I have some information on the menu being served at the Masters to a bunch of douchebags dressed as golf pros insider lead to laugh for the latest lee i do believe that egg salad sandwich goes for about a dollar fifty oh that's not bad wow. at tremendous all. it's just tremendous that's not that's actually very very cheap yeah man <laughs> what do you mean that's what we're saying like yeah. it's, it's ridiculously cheap. is that what you guys were saying because yeah. i had tuned out <laughs> yeah like <laughs> i'm sorry if i repeat anything that you guys have said i am totally not into this hey lee what's a hamburger go for does it say I will find out. Uh, I see it's like 
three bucks or two fifty. Where the money really, is really cheap. I All bought right. a Gatorade from our ice cream man yesterday at the high school. Eight dollars. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, listen, what eight dollars. Yeah. What a racket. Same Gatorade you can get at uh, at Vons or Rouse. Now even the milkman's giving it to you. And let yeah. me, you let me worry tell about you, the milkman. Let me tell you, and I bought two, and you know why? Because I he's there every day, giving those kids sweet joy with with their popsicles and and the candy yeah. and stuff like that. And and I was like, at first, I was like, I had three dollars in cash, cash, because I don't carry cash. I don't even know how I ended up with three dollars. But I'm like, I'm going to get me one of those strawberry shortcake. Um, popsicles <laughs> with a Gatorade, right? I go to get high school again. I go, well, you know, I'm coaching, so <laughs> so I'm, I'm there. And as I'm going on to the, the practice field, I go to get it, and and I had not enough for not one item. <laughs> and then I said, well, how do you get? He said, well, I'll take credit cards now. I take cards, debits, credit. Oh, okay, pulled out my debit card. $16 for me and my one of my coaches to get a Gatorade. I said, "I I really don't know that I need the the popsicle anymore." Like it kind of but I support him I because mean, I start thinking gas prices are probably destroying him. So I I paid for it. Yeah, but they're probably destroying you too. All right, we're all in yeah. this together. Least uh, least well, thing I can do. All right, least know? thing I can do is pour some well, booze in your Gatorade. I'm sitting I'm sitting in a radio studio enjoying life. He's sitting in uh you know, an ice cream truck. Yeah. Enjoying life, I'm yeah. sure. I'm certain. I don't want to judge him, but uh, I'm certain that, you know, I I could support him. All right. With, how, with how much 16. ice cream do you think he skims off the top? That's what I want to know. Yeah, you know. yeah we have say. some. That's a good point. We had some missing say. Klondike yeah. bars yeah, go off the back. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened to those things. It's hard to anybody, say. Anybody see the uh, frozen juji fruits? It was 100 uh, no, degrees uh, out there last well, yesterday. I know that. Yeah, I'm um, sure he does cool himself off with some of those things. Can know. I tell you guys what bothers me about the Masters? Oh, we're going back yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah, I, thought, I thought I had right, successfully but, Lamar, took I, us away. I, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna like where we go with this conversation, though. Here's, but it's not even just the gallery because I think that's seen at a lot of golf tournaments. Okay. It's the over dramatic tone in which the Masters is covered. I am so tired of it. But they whisper. They're, okay. Wh- it's dramatic as hell, but they whisper right. while they're doing right. it. Whisper this, because here's the problem. Oh, wow. right? There's not one single person that gets behind those gates who's got this underdog story that we're all talking about. If you're good at golf, chances are you were a rich kid who grew up on a country club. You didn't have this feel-good underdog story where you had to overcome all the obstacles in your life. No. You were a snob. All right, You, you got to hang out with the wealthy crowd, and now you're playing golf four days a week at Augusta National, and you're getting paid a ton, and you've got sponsors and everything else to go along with it. Dang. But the way it's presented is this dramatization of, oh my god, these, these great stories. This is what the Masters is all stop. It's the most overdramatic sporting <laughs> event the entire year. And when it comes to Tiger Woods, look, I'd like to see Tiger do well, but if he doesn't, I don't give a crap. You want to know why? Let's stop pretending like the guy just got back from war. He was horny. Okay, that's his triumph. He was a horny guy who couldn't keep his pants on. It's not like he went see, and, and battled in Baghdad. It's just like what are we talking <laughs> I'm, I'm, about? I'm here? interested now. I'm, I'm, my ears have perked up yeah, now. Did pull out? Yeah, yep. yeah. We, we know you did, Tiger. Yep. Right, there, there's surveillance video of a parking lot. Okay. I, I don't know that the accident was caused by his horniness. <laughs> well, I'm not All talking right. about that. I'm talking about uh, in well, general. That's, that's there what were we two, are though, talking right? about. There were his two. triumphant return, because we thought based on the car crash where he easily could have died. Yes. Right. 
That has nothing to do with his horniness. Okay. The first well, one okay. did. It hey. was the first. You're yes. talking about well, the first one, Yeah, Jones. That was where right. he got, what did he, he got a, yeah, the, the initial. He was horny. Of, he was horny. Yeah. 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 That was, yeah, he, was well, he got up. caught, I think, for, for being horny. Had to pull out. And, and he, by the way, let me. He did not. Let's just go ahead and, and also, <laughs> let's go ahead and peel back the curtain here. You want to know why Brady gets so excited about talking about Tiger Woods well, on the uh, air? Tell us. Because he knows he can't utter the words Tiger Woods in his household. All right, because there's somebody in his house who's not a big fan of Tiger Woods. All right, that that I know for oh, a fact wow. because he has told yeah, that she, on the air. She yeah, she took she took it to heart. Like for all the women out there who have been scorned by a man, like oh. she took it like Elon's side really fast, oh. and I was just like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought the most interesting thing, and I'm not defending Tiger Woods or his actions, but it was also like he'd never claimed to be some goody two shoes. Well, that's you know, fair. The, yeah. the rest of the world propped him up to be that. Like, he never said he wasn't doing that. And there obviously there are some things he did that were immoral. I think there are people who are bothered by it. And mostly because golf fans tend to think that, like, everything's on the up and up. Although, I mean, if you're looking to Phil Mickelson's past. <laughs> yeah, where's he this weekend? reasons why he missed the Memorial <laughs> Tournament for about three or four years in my, uh, my home state. I uh, won't get into that, though. Hmm. Um, but, but the I'm truth lost. is. I wish I knew. I'll you know, turn the break. Okay. Um, the truth is, you know, people <laughs> don't feel like that stuff goes on in the golfing world. Like it's a ethical, moral sport. You know, there's a lot of integrity involved where, you know, you've got to, you know, play by the rules. I mean, this is a sport that, you know, not, not oftentimes do you see someone legitimately cheating unless it's like VJ Singh or, you know, some guy calls in from TV because a guy had moved the ball by accident or something happened, gives him a penalty stroke. I mean, th- that stuff happens in golf. So I just, I think it's odd that there are a bunch of people rooting for him to win and return and, and be show the greatness that he once had. I don't know if he'll ever, ever get back to that, but at least this go around, it is a little different. It, 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 you did get the sense that he was trying to get things back on track in the right manner. And obviously the, the car accident, everything that ensued after that w- was difficult. You know, And, and the, look, the players on the tour, there's a lot of guys that love and look up to him. Justin Thomas is one of those guys. You know, So it's, um, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I, I do want to see him at least make it to the weekend because that always makes any event, but in particular the Masters, that much more special. What so what will golf do once Tiger isn't playing anymore? Uh, lose ratings. <laughs> you know, people say that, but when he was out for a while, they were pretty healthy. I mean, you had the younger guys emerge. Like, they really played up the Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka saga, and those two guys, like, hating each other, hmm. which was actually kind of fun, you know, depending on which side you took on that one. Oh, well, I mean, it's a couple of linebackers battling it out. I mean, NFL that was the thing I never understood about the linebacker conversation yeah. was during COVID, DeChambeau puts on like 45 pounds Jacked. and just starts straight, like power lifting, gets yoked up. And everyone's like, yeah, Kepka's the linebacker. I'm like, what? Like, Have you seen DeChambeau? Like, yeah. he looks like Barry Bonds, the transition from the Pirates to the San, uh, San Francisco Giants mm. at, when it was all said and done. It was like DeChambeau did that in like five months. I don't know if he was on something or not. I'm not even sure if they test those guys. Do they, yeah, I wonder. Do they? 
I mean, they should man. Why? I, could you imagine if you were a golfer just being juiced to the gills? Oh, listen, uh, if if that's the way we're doing to this, the gills. yeah, like I, I would want to cut any <laughs> corner I could to get into a country club. If it means wearing jeans, if it means getting on the gas, if it means showing up hammered, that's what we're gonna do. Hey, Lavar, last time Jordan showed up at a country club, he had on salmon or pink colored pants. Hey. He walked in, everyone's mm. like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, it's ninety four degrees out. H H and M ten dollars. Brady yeah. said, "Listen, it's not like your typical golf." tournament i was all right so we're gonna class this thing up a little bit and that's exactly what i did he classed it oh, up yeah you know what he did tartan field and, and he, wore a, uh, he wore a polo that was about three sizes too small for hey, him so five we X. tried to give him a polo for the foundation he's like no this is good this fits perfectly we're like no it doesn't we're trying to help you out pal yeah Dang. listen uh Dang, what do you Jonas. want from me what do you want from me i bought a 5x all right i can't help uh, if i fill that thing like out five extra small uh all right uh five, <laughs> you're unbelievable they do like he's off soon doesn't he uh well here's the here's the problem i screwed up yesterday i thought he was teeing off at 734 eastern time it's 734 pacific which to me just showcases the lazy, wealthy lifestyle of, of golf in general. That there's there's an opportunity to tee off right now. It's starting to get light out here in a few it's minutes. Really, make really it happen. Hey, get out I, there at three a.m. Yeah, I'll make tell it you right now from the East Coast. It's really not. That's well, listen, I'll tell you from the West Coast. You guys should figure that out and like open the blinds. All right, make this happen. Get somebody <laughs> well, on the course. Off. Is there a chance that we get live bed Jesus to show up? I don't know. Listen, I don't control those things. There uh, has to be some. Oh, well, actually, yes. Nothing really starts. To well, who knows? But maybe he'll make an exception for the Masters. You never know. I mean, <laughs> live Levar bed Jesus it. shows up late. Lavar <laughs> 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 wants it. I mean, don't don't we have some like honorary starters like the old Gary Player and Tom Watson? Yeah, and Jack. Jack Nicholas? Yeah, Jack will be there. Uh, I, oh, I forget yeah. who the the three were that are teeing off, but they're teeing off a little before eight I, Eastern I, I time. I believe it's it's those three. Is the honorary starters we're, huh. we're now seeing uh golf iron uh yeah. commercials yeah it's it's, it's getting happening. started oh golf, yeah what golf iron commercials yeah, like you know, uh, you know golf i like, think uh, that's what they're called yeah Aren't they called irons? Yeah, that's what they're called. Clubs, irons. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Like, wait a second. What are you saying? Golf irons. The way you say irons is. I'm from Pittsburgh. I say certain things like my H's are weird. I have to really say irons. Say irons. Irons. I was just so What's what's the beer of Pittsburgh, Lamar? Huh? What's the beer of Pittsburgh? Oh, you're talking about icy light? No, no, yeah. What is what is I C what is I C? What does it stand for? Um I don't know. Iron City. Iron Iron City. It's three seventeen AM. Yingling if you're Ying Yingling. Pottsville, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling Rock is really the one, though. It is. It's the one. That was the one you associated with. Trump, I've always yeah. associated Yingling. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that was from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yingling what, sounds Yingling? like yeah. A, uh, Yingling sounds it's the like old, uh, it's the oldest City. in the state. It might be the oldest in the in the country. I, I didn't even know that. Yingling yeah. sounds like a. I didn't drink snack. beer growing up, though. You didn't? No. <laughs> I just started drinking beer when I had kids and got married and dealt with the stresses and rigors <laughs> of life. Then beers became like kind of tasty with your meals, <laughs> and even without them, cheaper than a Gatorade. Hey, or an ice can, cream can we go to our expert on today's 2022 Masters tea times Thursday pairings? Lee, Lee to lap with. Uh, who the honorary starters are. I believe we've covered this, but Lee, do you have any update for us? Yeah, that'll be Jack Nicholas, Gary Player, and Tom Watson at awesome. 740 Eastern. There it is. Eastern. There we All go. Right. So, I uh, think we mentioned that, but but thank you, Lee. Thank you right. for that, I so, mean, uh, that's 4 a.m. Maybe Live Bet Jesus it, will bet on which one of those guys will shank a shot it, uh, 
to kick off the Masters. And an update on the menu. The most expensive item actually is beer. Can you guess how much that would be? $4. $6. $4 for domestic, $5 for import. I, w- yeah. I, would, I would go to the Masters just for that. Oh, I'd get smoked. <laughs> Absolutely smoked. <laughs> Wait, Wait, LeVar, I thought I heard you say you hated golf. Yeah, but I love these prices on food. Yeah, it, <laughs> It's it's tremendous. It's a dollar fifty for the egg sandwich. It's uh, like a dollar fifty for another sandwich. There, it's I'm awesome. I'm a sloppy eater too. Like yeah. I get ketchup on me. I get crumbs on me. And I don't knock them off all the way. Like I'm one of them type of eaters. Like it's not. It's uncomfortable when you see me. Eat, you know? I don't know. Enjoy. They might kick you out at the Masters for doing that. You, you know, think? Stuffy place. Yeah. It's yeah. not a. Uh, what, what, yeah. what are you trying to say, Brady? Yeah. Like, Sir. Yeah. Um, what are you trying to say, uh, Berto? Berto? Yeah. They go, go might try to shower. kick me out go at the Masters. Take a shower. Oh, come back. Racist. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. not. I, I got you. Thank you. All right. Okay. I see where this went. I got you. I see where this went. All right. So, so I got to be at Tiger Woods' holes, huh? All right. I got to be at his galleries. It is. Wow. These places are ridiculous. Wow! <laughs> they don't even ha- so they don't even have a hamburger, but man, yeah, I bet you those hamburgers are the good most too. expensive sandwich is three bucks. Yeah, the, is it the gr- you- the uh, barbecue wow. or the grilled chicken wrap? Wow! It's the barbecue and the, and wow! The, uh, bro. Salad. Wow, and, uh, bro! Classic chicken sandwich. I bet you they char grill them too. Wow! Yeah, yeah they do. Have to. Wow! Wow! Uh, all right, it's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady oh Quinn, gosh. Jonas Knox. Brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available twenty four seven. Discover exceptionally common sense. All right, coming up next, uh, there is uh, some information that came out in the NFL, and it puts one apart from all the others. We'll tell you what that is right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. So um, there was a Forbes list of the top 10 um, uh, owners in the world of sports. And um, there was one guy, one guy that stood apart from all the rest in the NFL. How about David Tepper of the Carolina Panthers? Huh? How about him? Just uh, was he number eight on the list there, Brady? Just wealth beyond wealth beyond wealth. I wonder if Jerry Jones is pissed off he's not on that list. Do you think like other owners are bitter that they're also uh, they're, they're nowhere to be found on this list? You got some people that own like Indian Premier League cricket teams. I, I did see that um, uh, Dan Gilbert uh, is on the list. Uh, Steve Ballmer is number one. He owns the Clippers, but only yeah. one NFL owner on the list of top ten according to Forbes. Wow. Well, a, a number of things. Um, these, these valuations would fluctuate as far as the, the net worth of, of, of these owners. It can fluctuate dramatically based on market conditions, et cetera, right? Or how their business is performing. Um, so, you know, year to year, it might look a little different. It just goes and speaks to, I think, a, a number of things. One, David Tepper obviously is the, the newest owner. Uh, at least majority owner in the NFL. Now, we might have a new one coming in with the purchase of the Denver Broncos, but it it goes to show you a number of things. There's a lot of family-owned organizations that I think they've owned it for a long, long time, and that's not going to change. But they come nowhere close to the ability to pay cash for players like you're going to need to. Um, You look at Stan Kroenke, for example, who isn't on that list, but I would imagine if you included Stan Kroenke's wealth as well as the Walmart side, because he married into the Walmart family, the Walton family, uh, he would probably be on there. Maybe I'm wrong in that assumption, but uh, if you look at that, 
you know, that's an example of look at how they've gone about handling the most, you know, past five or six years. It's been signing guys, big signing bonuses, cash over cap, you know, meaning instead of signing these guys to a contract with a big base salary that eats up a lot of your cap space, they're giving them huge signing bonuses that you can spread out over the course of the contract with, with minimal base salaries. So they can go ahead and continue to build out around that, you know, that quarterback, whether it's Matt Stafford or Aaron Donald or whoever else. So that's more of the new strategy of what it's going to take. And, and I just I wonder moving forward if you know, whether if, if it's the Washington Commandos, if those if that comes open because of Dan Snyder and what happens there, the Broncos sale. I just wonder who in the uber rich is going to come in. And I wonder who the NFL is going to start looking at and saying, you know, as much as we want to, you know, have, you know, be inclusive and this and that, we also want some uber wealthy people who are part of the league. They might feel like that's what's, you know, most, you know, comfortable and healthy for the league moving forward when you have an owner like David Tepper who's not afraid to try to turn things around quick, who's not afraid to throw a bunch of money and see if they can they can fix some of their problems. <sighs> I mean, being in the top 10 of on Forbes list as the only NFL owner is, I, I would, I would say is surprising. And, and I, I do agree with the variables differing and how, how the businesses are performing, but that's still a tad bit surprising to me that, that Jerry Jones wouldn't be on it. Well, his uh, franchise is the most valued or, or right, the top the, the two. Top, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, but that, but his wealth isn't. As in compared to these guys, but but here's where I'm getting to, right? Who cares at that at that amount of money that that they have? Like, that's a horrible problem to have, right? I'm not on the top ten of most wealthiest owners, sports owners, franchise owners. Like, for me, I look at it from the standpoint, even with Dan Snyder and the position that he's in, dude is stinking stinking wealthy. You know, so it kind of comes down to we can look at it from the economics of how it can apply to what's going to take place with a franchise in particular. It's funny because when I when I when you think about it, I don't think that a Rooney would be on there. And and it's because just how modest the Rooney family has always appeared to be. Now, I don't know how much they're worth, but I just know that. And looking at the spoils of riches that are connected to ownership as it applies to to these teams, man, people will tell you, like, if you probably have heard it and read it before, this is their hobby. It's not their main thing a lot of times. It's either a family family deal or it's a hobby. Like, you think at Biscotti in, in, in Baltimore, like, what he did, staffing. Like, staffing is how he built his, his – uh, his wealth and his, 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 his fortune. I mean, at that point in time, I just look at it and I say, man, you're not in the top 10. I'm sorry. Your boat isn't what? 200 feet versus, uh, it being one, one ninety one one eighty. Well, I think they call it a, a yacht at that point. You know, it's not, it's not a boat to you on the a air. ship. Yeah. I think at a certain point it becomes a yacht. If I'm not mistaken. I mean, I don't really hang I, out. I would the, assume uh, at some point it's not world. even a yacht. 
Yeah, it's a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. it literally is a cruise ship. Here, this is what I wonder though, because he's the newest owner, and he's been an owner for what four years, five years. David Tepper's owned the Carolina Panthers for, and he comes from a place where he's got you know this type of wealth. I wonder if, especially early on, guys like him are less patient with a rebuild. Like, I, I wonder if he's less patient from the standpoint that, like, Matt Rule's already on the hot seat. Like, he just got there a couple of years ago. I and wonder he, and how significant they feel amongst the other owners when you're a new owner. Do you feel more significant, more hip, more more in tune to the times? Or do you look at the establishment and you're like, man, there's Robert Kraft. Jeez, there's, there's Jerry Jones. I, I just – I think that – I wonder if he looks at it and goes – where I come from, we don't tolerate this, and that's why I'm on this list. And it's almost like when you get to a certain point in the NFL, you start to realize the football world's different than whatever business world you come from, and you got to give people – got to understand there's ebbs and flows to how this whole thing works, and it feels like – with Matt Rule already under the gun, with some of the moves they've already made, that he's already shown that he's a little bit impatient when it comes to success, mm. not realizing in the NFL, dude, it, it's not like where you come from. This sometimes takes time to get to where you need to go. I mean, Jerry Jones uh, you know, went through a 1-15 season when he first got into the NFL. There was some impatience there when it came to Jimmy Johnson. I'm sure Jerry Jones looks back and goes, you know, probably could have used Jimmy uh, a few more years there. We could have we kept the team together. We could have had more success. I just I, I wonder if David Tepper's impatience is partly because of the world he comes from. No, I, I, it's partly because of the world he comes from, but I also think it's partly because of the Cincinnati Bengals. What was that scene before Joe Burrow? Yeah. I mean, look at that decline. Look how fast that turned around. And, and literally between drafting him and then to his second year, they make, it to, <laughs> they make it to a Super Bowl. So I think he's watching that very similar to a lot of their other teams out there and saying, if I just find that guy – if I just find that quarterback that I feel confident in is able to turn around the fortunes of my franchise, that's how fast we can do this. Hence the reason why they were going to take you know, a, a risk in bringing in Deshaun Watson. But I, I think to a degree, because if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think Carolina had some reservations about giving him a huge contract. Guaranteeing the that third was fully guaranteed. Yeah. And yeah. that's probably more stands to his business acumen. You know, where he's looking at it going, this guy's going to miss you know, however many games. Do I, do I really want to be the owner that signs him to that? Do I really want to be the guy that, you know, signals out there whatever he did in the past is, is okay and you can get rewarded for it? And he might not even be playing for six or four games, whatever it ends up being for us in that first year we trade for him. So it might not even do any good for my coach or my team making the playoffs. I mean, I'm sure he contemplated all those things because when you make a move like the Browns did for Deshaun Watson, it is a direct correlation with the feelings of how the owner is going to handle that. That is, I don't care who the GM is, and Andrew Barry in this case, I don't care who the head coach is, Kevin Stefanski, it goes to the top. That is a Jimmy Haslam question, and no different than it would be a David Tepper question if it happened with Carolina. And so I think the impatience might come from his background, knowing you know, what he made his money doing and turning things around rather quickly, but also looking at other teams and examples of that. You know, the Rams being a team there that brings go. in Matt Stafford. There you go. Yep. You know? Yeah. So there's, there's cal- – I mean, look at Tom Brady the year before that. They bring in Tom Brady first year, win a Super Bowl. I mean, you've now gotten examples of it 
with three different ways of doing it. You bring in an old greatest of all time veteran who does it. You bring an older veteran who's been prolific, but you know maybe people he has been able to maximize his talent or ability, and you draft a guy. I mean, the problem is, is the way they've managed it the past two years, he hasn't done any of that. Like, he hasn't aggressively gone after one of the top veterans. He hasn't aggressively tried to move up in the draft and take one of the top quarterbacks. Great point. And, and now you find yourself in a position where, you know, yeah, they could take one this year at that spot, but is that the guy? Like, are we really going to try to compare Malik Willis to, you know, Joe Burrow? Or, like, some people will say, well, he, yeah, he's got some, you know, raw ability like Josh Allen. He's not Josh Allen. I mean, you could listen to Emmanuel Sanders talk about Josh Allen, the difference between him and everyone else's arm. And everyone just uh, on the Buffalo Bills is like, yeah, he's that dude. Like, he's got that sort of arm strength. I, I, I watched film of both these guys. Malik Wills doesn't have that. No, no one in the NFL has Josh Allen's arm. And so you, you can sit there and look for that guy, but you're not going to find one until next year's draft where you got C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, but they come with reservations because they're, you know, Bryce Young's smaller in stature, even though he's a fantastic player. You know, C.J. Stroud, you know, might continue to evolve to be that guy. I don't know. There's a bunch of guys who could fall in the conversation. But, but again, the truth of the matter is, like, if you're David Tepper, you're looking at everything else out around you and thinking, why can't I do that? Like, why can't I figure that out here in Carolina? It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox uh, here on FSR. Coming up next, uh, there is a borderline con artist that is still amongst us in the world of sports. We'll have that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? 
So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, uh, a potential return in the NFL. We will discuss that with you right here on FSR. I want to let you know we are brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Dlap. Dlap. Guys, in case you missed it, 45-year-old Floyd Mayweather announced he's going to be fighting on May 14th in an exhibition match against Don Moore in Abu Dhabi on a helipad. Yeah. What's no, I'm he? sorry, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, Dubai. Uh, wh- what's he? Uh, well, where did you know. say Abu Dhabi? Where? <laughs> well, it's uh, Abu Dhabi. It's a town in South Carolina. You oh, heard of it? oh. Um, uh, here's oh. the uh, Abu Dhabi, South Carolina. <laughs> just just uh, leave it alone. Um, how much? How much is he making for this? Because he continues to make money on these uneven exhibition fights. 
He's undefeated. He he needs to go play on that tour, that golf tour on Saudi Arabia. Wasn't like Phil Mickelson going over there for a hundred million or something? <laughs> Racist. Yeah. Was that did that have anything to do with the fact that Phil Mickelson's not going to be in Augusta this weekend? I think that's part of the uh, part part of what I led forgot, to that. I forgot to tell that story. Uh, by the way, um, you know I have a buddy who golfs. He's an alcoholic, and we call him. <laughs> I, it's a true story. Um, I, listen, I, I mean it's, it is what it is. Name's okay. Marcus. Okay. Um, oh, jeez. Oh, okay. yeah, my uh, God. It, uh, Listen, I mean, that's how this works. Um, his, uh, we call him Refill Mickelson. Refill. <laughs> because he's an alcoholic and he loves to golf. And so whenever I hear the word Phil Mickelson, I think. Refill. Guy who likes to gamble and my buddy who's an alcoholic. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Just saying. All right. What? That's what I'm just saying. Like, Phil Mickelson I mean, likes to I'm gamble. I'm personally not going to make fun of one of my friends who has a drinking problem. But uh, Well, if you've met this guy, you would understand. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what else we got, Lee? <laughs> you guys, in case you missed it yesterday, we talked about the Wagyu beef that's going to be at the Masters yeah. dinner. Well, you could actually get a Wagyu beef burger at a Braves game for $151. It also includes <laughs> gold leaf wrapped foie gras, uh, some lobster, and all that stuff. And if you want, you could upgrade for a side of World Ring replica ring for $25,000. Uh, what is it? World Series replica ring? Yes. Um, here's the... Uh, oh, my God. There's eggs on this burger? Yes, there is. I'm out. I'm okay with eggs free. on a burger. See ya. I'm out. okay with eggs on a burger. Oh, it's too much. yeah. You got to put an egg on a burger. Why? Uh, you obviously haven't tasted it. Yeah, it's one. delicious. So, so you can you can uh, just exclude yeah. yourself. I have. I, I, yeah, why would I do exclude that? Exclude yourself. Go away. It's delicious. Yeah, you, you Go put, away. Yeah, you can put a cockroach on a, on a Caesar salad. I'm not doing that either. Like, what, I what are don't you doing think here? that that's a proper comparison, yeah. but and okay. Apples to apples. Um, $151. That's a little uh, pricey. In honor of it being 151 years since the start of the franchise. Oh, that, oh, that okay. makes that it makes sense. sense. Yeah, now it's justified. Oh, yeah. Okay, so lobster tail, a burger, eggs. What is foie gras? What is that? Is that like a... Uh, like duck stomach? You can't separate those. They all got to be on the same burger. You can't like put those on like a plate and serve it on like a platter as appetizers. It's all got to be on a burger. You ruin a burger. Like I bet that. you it's good. It's probably really good. Yeah. It's probably it's, good. It's like a lot of the music that, that Roberto plays that Jonas doesn't like. It's all really good. It's, <laughs> what, just, it's more of a Jonas well, issue. Why am I being attacked? Because I think it's You're weird attacking a burger with an egg on it. I think anyone who's had one yeah. would tell you it's really good. I just, you just have a problem with dairy. No, you, it's just not, admit it. It's, it. It has nothing to do with that. You turn into a fart factory. It, it has nothing to do with it. Well, it does. Okay, part of that is true. All right, but we're not talking about, you know, Honey Nut Cheerios. We're talking about an egg on a burger. Why don't honey you have an egg Cheerios. at breakfast, and then you can have a burger later on at night? Why do you need both at the same time? What like, if people don't think, eat breakfast, Jonas? Okay, well, then skip the egg. I, I don't know. That you're having, you're catching back up at lunch. That's okay. Why. Well, you're I don't so think you judgy, need to catch Jonas. back up. He really is judgy, man. I'm common man. Yeah, you just but, outed your buddy that l- for being an alcoholic. That was what you led in with. Hey, let me tell you something. That guy's woken me up multiple times with random videos of him hanging out drinking at his house. I don't need those when I got to wake up at I midnight know to go to work for certain. Never to share my shortcomings with you. Refill Mickelson. It's a good name. What will you say about me? I used to do a radio show with this guy. Well, maybe not used to. It's too early for that. (laughs) Yeah, come on. We're just getting started. Let's get at least a year. I do a show with one of my radio host buddies, and you know, (laughs) this is what he is. Jeez. Uh, What else, Lee? What else, Lee? Guys, Adam Silver is talking about taking away the take foul in the NBA. That's the intentional foul committed on uh, fast breaks. Thank you. Thank you. About time. 
It, it kills the momentum of a play. And and people complain about it all the time. I know Stan Van Gundy's been all over it saying, what are we, why are we doing this? You just eliminate a fast break because a team makes a play because some team can just lay up and, and commit a foul, and then it, it just slows the game down. Uh, the pace suffers from it. Should have should have gotten rid of that a long time ago. Hmm. I'm into it. Uh, okay, so explain this to me. So they're going to get – what is it, a technical foul to do that? No, it's, okay. it's uh, like a, uh, a clear path. They're yeah. not going to stop doing it. The idea is that they would uh, reward the team with a free throw or two and possession. So that way you would uh, limit the number of times guys would want to commit those fouls to stop a fast break. Right. Okay. So yeah. it's not like they're getting – well, I guess they're, they're, they're making it that much harsher of a penalty. Correct. Yeah. Was yeah. it the clear path? Is that what they call it? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Their path. Yeah. But again, uh, you know, none of this matters because the Lakers aren't in the playoffs. You know, I just want uh, so we can be clear on that. Uh, because the Lakers aren't in the playoffs, none of this is relevant. You know, oh, wow. the, the league stops if no LeBron. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.